Hello, my lovey. I'm Mel Trumbull, here to show you how to use your resources for yourself. What? And have joy on the daily. Even if you have a craptastic background, like myself, if your upbringing was the stuff of nightmares, and maybe you manage depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Oh, enough about me, though. Here's the thing. Even with crapolini wiring, I live authentically and joyously. I spent decades in therapy, and it wasn't until I learned about changing my mindset that I worked my shiitake out. I now help you, my kindred spirit, with your mindset so that we can all rock more joy in our world and it really needs it. Welcome to ZFG Living Podcast. Hello, my lovey. Welcome to yet another edition of what? The ZFG Living Podcast, of course. Today we are here with Katie Dresnan. Oh, oh, what is she? Just a coach, a best-selling author, a publisher, you know, as one is. So I have Katie here because A, you're a goddess. You look so calm and composed, but you flippity flarg and do so fucking much. So how, please enlighten me, enlighten the listener on how in the heckily doodly uh, you get all this stuff done, girl. Oh, sometimes they wonder, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've always felt like I don't get enough stuff done because there's always something to do. Um, however, I was just having this conversation with my business partner the other yesterday about surrender and the difference between like just like saying oh I surrender like everything is what it is and like essentially giving up versus mm -hmm. like true surrendering to what is and just allowing what is to like happen and like making decisions from that space instead of the oh things are going to be the way that they are so it just is what it is so that's because to me it sounds like you're you're identifying the difference between well I don't know I can't do anything versus this is a situation uh, of fuckery extraordinaire and I will now roll up my sleeves and try to steer this boat yeah like like a like a tangible well not tangible because you can't hold it in your hand but like a like in a visual example of it would be like so for the for as long as I've had my coaching business I've like trudged through and like made it as difficult as possible to like do the like lead generation for my business because I thought that that was the only way I could do it and I did it, but it was like, it was a struggle. I'm not mm -hmm. very good at it. It's not my wheelhouse. Um, and like my profit suffered because I was like, oh, I'm just not good at it. Like it just is what it is. And I just did that for so long. But then there was no change in my business because I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. I wasn't mm -hmm. good at that part of my business. I was putting the wrong people in my bit, like in place in my business. I was hiring the wrong people, not like I was hiring them to do other things besides that. And I literally like sat down. I was listening to my mom, who's also a coach, tell mm -hmm. me that she hired someone in her business who's doing lead gen. 
and I'm sitting I had never like thought about that like I think it had probably crossed my mind before Mm -hmm. but I was like it was never something that I was like oh I should probably do that so I was like wait a second (laughs) why am I struggling through this like I'm going to surrender to the fact that I'm not good at this and sure I need to like pay someone else to do it but in the long run I'm going to have more appointments on my calendar yes I'm going to meet with more people which means I have a bigger like pool of people to sell to so it's just it the surrender it's like instead of like just essentially giving up and saying oh it is what it is like I can't do anything about it it's like right So let me look at it. Let me say, okay, this isn't my place. Like let's put else in that place and surrender, like literally surrendering to what is and saying, Hey, this is the truth. It's nearly the same as that sort of radical Mm self-acceptance, you know, of just being like, wow. Uh, like for me, I look so hook, you know, staying on (laughs) task and keeping a calendar and because ADHD. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My superpower and my curse. Am I right? You, you 100%. Know? All, all the things. Oh my gosh. Uh, after this, I'll tell you some funny stories about what's been going on <laughs> this week. Not that I'm trying to hide anything from my beloved listener, but you know, that shafizzle is up in the group on the Facebook. So feel free to just go. And I put a, I even put a video about it on Insta, but there's also the surrender of being like the way we have to be transparent. And the way we have to present authentically, because if we don't, then nobody's going to want to work with us because they're going to, there's, there's just that layer of barrier in between when we don't show up as ourselves. And what would you say to that as you're like spinning plates on all of the, the polls? Well, I think it's not just like being transparent with the people that are watching you. Like Mm -hmm. it's like taking it a step further. It's like being transparent with yourself. Because Mm. like, if we're being honest, the first person that we lie to about what's happening in our lives is ourselves. We're willing to be honest with ourselves about Mm. what's actually happening. Then it creates space for like the most beautiful things to be created. But if we're not willing to be honest with ourselves, then we can't be honest with anybody else. And I would say that goes along with surrender because it's it's similar to like surrendering to the truth about who we are and additionally about what we, it's not what we're willing to do because I think, you know, for entrepreneurs, our businesses, our, our children, so to speak, we're willing to do anything. hundred mm-hmm. percent. But if you're like dragging yourself over, you know, splinters, <laughs> yeah, it, it's not yeah. going to be helpful. Yeah. And I think people like, like, or I don't think, I know people are attracted to vulnerability and authenticity. Like, I don't know anybody who like wants to hire a coach that is not authentic and upfront and straightforward because people want to know that someone's an actual human being. Like I, I'm always doing like different courses, different, like coach have different coaches. Yep. I'm currently in a Mel Robbins training that I freaking love. I love that woman so much, but like, she's well, so- I mean, how could you not Katie? Her name is oh. Mel. Come on. <laughs> so true. So true. 
And she's also an ADHD superhero. So like, but like, she's open about it. She's like, here are the six major characteristics of ADHD. Guess what? I have all six. Like, and she's like really honest. Like we do, we have like, um, we have monthly, yeah, I think they're monthly. They were weekly. Now they're monthly um, live calls with everyone who's in the training. And like on one call, someone was like, how do you handle your RSD? Which for those of you who don't have ADHD, RSD stands for um, rejection sensitivity dysmorphia. And um, she didn't know what that was. And then she had to look it up. And Girl, I'm writing it down right now because I don't know. Oh, yeah. So she, she she like researched it and she's like, oh, my God, I have that. So rejection sensitivity dysmorphia basically means that people with ADHD, most people with ADHD, there are some that don't have RSD with theirs, but essentially any form of rejection, any like form of like something that could be perceived in as rejection, our brains are hardwired to like think of it as rejection. So this could be as simple as like going to a friend and saying, hey, you want to hang out with me on Friday? And that friend saying, you know, I have plans on Friday, but maybe we can hang out on Saturday or next Friday. Obviously, they don't love you. Right. That's <laughs> you're nice. like, it's like, oh, I did something wrong. They don't love me. Like, they must hate me. Like, they don't want to hang out with me when the truth is they really just have other plans and they want to hang out with you on a different, on a different day. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. But like, if you have RSD, your brain is literally hardwired. Like there are scientific studies that they've done on people, like people with RSD on their brains that show your brain is hardwired to interpret that as rejection. Cheers to neuroplasticity. We can change it. A hundred percent. But the fact that this woman who's at the top of the personal development game was, I don't know what that is. I'm going to look it up. And then realizing on a call with literally thousands of people, she's like, holy shit, I have that. That is authenticity and vulnerability that attracts people. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. And you and I talked about this when you interviewed me is when you're from an era or you grew up at a time when there was no talk about being on the spectrum or ADHD or, you know, you know, any of it, neurodivergence, like, I mean, I I felt like they came up with that shit last year, but, um, it's, it's a different thing. And I'm, and I don't know Mel Robbins, personally but when you come up just sort of like duking it out and figuring it out on your own and then like there's all these other like things and you're just like oh wow there's another little bouquet of flowers that I get to receive (laughs) and I you know cheers to her for being so candid and open and I love that she's like that because there's nothing to me more off-putting than someone who thinks like like they can't say they don't know something yeah yeah and I'm a child of the 90s like I'm a girl who was raised in the 90s and like that was like an a time when like boys were like being diagnosed with ADHD left Mm -hmm. and right because of girls though of hyperactivity but like ADHD in girls is does not show up as hyperactivity like it just doesn't 
So there were so many of us like who are now in their like mid to late or like, yeah, mid to mid to late thirties, early forties that are like just getting diagnosed because nobody thought that we had ADHD. And like, for me, I've talked to people like tons of people who are like ADHD influencers and like, it's all different for people. For me, it was like, I don't, I'm not defined by my ADHD. However, for me, it was like a light bulb that was like, huh, now all of the things that I like, all these things that I did growing up make sense. Exactly. And so using that information and, you know, running multiple businesses and, you know, doing all the things, how, like, what are experiences that you've had or, or, um, not mechanisms, strategies that you employ that allow you to operate at such a high level of, you know, being successful, running different streams, because that to me is where when you, when you are neurodivergent and you have ADHD or, you know, or you're just a dang human, you know, and you have so much going on, it's hard to like keep all of the the boats sort of in their separate little shipping lanes. I wish I could tell you that I'm an expert, but I'm not like, I, I, I think it's like, it goes back to like, I, so I used to be like an extreme list maker. Like I would have notebooks, like, and you would open the notebooks and it would just be like, like literally I would draw a little checkbox and then I draw the tasks because the checking it off was like, so sweet that's such a dopamine hit is it not it's just like like, the reinforce like the reinforcement of being able to check it off the problem with my list (laughs) was like literally you would open these notebooks and it would just be pages and pages and pages and pages because every time something got checked off the list 10 more things got added to the list Mm -hmm. were never ending and i would get stuck in this loop and like it was it wasn't it wasn't healthy like okay it It wasn't not helping you get all the things done and I will say that I'm I still do lists but my lists are just like the important things now right like and so and I don't I no longer beat myself up if like all the things don't get done like I would do like a page of stuff before Mm -hmm. And there'd be three pages after, and I would like beat myself up over the fact that I had three pages of stuff left to do. I relate. This is no human being. There's not enough time. Four pages of like shit. Like there's no way. And and also like discerning what's important versus what isn't. You know, I say, looking around at this room where I'm like, well, hello, soundproofing panel. How are you leaning against the desk? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it doesn't, it doesn't impact anything that I need to get done. Right. I will either put them in the laundry room or put them back where they need to go eventually today, tomorrow, whenever, but like getting the focus. And that's, that's such a triggering word. It can be for those of us, right. Dealing with any ADD, ADHD, yeah. anything is that, it, um, staying on task, you know, it can feel very rigid, you know? And one thing I have found that helps me is I pick three things a day. Yeah, that that definitely could be like something that could work. I'm like looking at my phone because what I really use 
Tell me. I use my reminder. You can't even see it. That just looks like uh, God is speaking through the phone. It's It's just white. There you go. Oh, I see. There you go. There you go. I like, I use the reminders on my, on my phone all Mm -hmm. the time. Cause like some, cause something that happens with ADHD and I'm sure like everyone who's watching this, that, that I don't want to say suffer because like, it's to me, it's not, a we rock it. Yeah. To me, it's not a suffering, but like, People who have a diagnosis of ADHD mm-hmm. probably experience this. Like the like a door frame is like a portal. Like you might be like, oh, I need to do that thing. And as soon as you walk through the, the door frame, you're in like this other world. And what you had to do is like still in the other room and you have like you've forgotten it. That's just it's just like so what I found works for me is like if I'm like oh I need to do this thing I'm like hey Siri like remind me she's she's talking I'm like remind now she's just like tell me Katie how can I assist I'm like remind (laughs) me this day at this time to do this thing right then like I can walk through the door and I don't have to worry about forgetting that's gorgeous that I need to that I need to do and like Another thing for me, like I cannot work in a space that is like cluttered or overwhelming or like there's stuff everywhere. So something that works for me that I've like found from a different, another social media influencer who I don't even remember, I just saw like a reel about it. It's like when I take something out, instead of like setting it on the counter and being like, oh, I'll put that back when I'm like, when like when I clean up it's when like, I no. ascend into my higher self yeah. or whatever that's gonna happen I'll put it back later when I clean up the kitchen like yeah. at night no it's like I took I take the spice out and then as soon as I'm done using it I put the spice back in the cabinet because if I don't it's gonna sit there until right. I decide that I'm ready to clean the kitchen Right. And that's annoying as hell. And you also have inadvertently made a dune reference to the spice, which I appreciate yeah (laughs) thank you so much for sharing your tips now tell me what are you on and on about like how are people going to reach out to you what are you wanting to share with them so I'm always on Instagram at Katie Drasden however more recently um because I now have this new person in my life who is doing all my lead gen for me um I'm on LinkedIn like I um Katie Drazen on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook. Those are probably the three places that you'll find me. And um, you can find my book on Amazon. Hail to the yes. And there will be links to all of this in the show notes. So check them out. And thank you so much, Katie, for sharing your valuable insight. and No problem. Thanks for having me. Glad you joined me on ZFG Living, the podcast. Please check me out, www.zfgliving.com and on social media as ZFG Living. That's zero folks given living. ZFG, baby. And uh, my email is melissa at zfgliving.com. Hope to hear from you. Give me a shout. <laughs>